The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Scottsdale, Arizona, and I'm absolutely delighted to welcome you to the show. This week, Malala's been in the news again. Malala, you recall, is the Pakistani teen who was shot by the Taliban because she wanted an education, and she'd been just a little bit too outspoken, a little too mouthy. She's in Nigeria appealing for the return of the kidnapped girls. And isn't it interesting how quickly we forgot that group of girls? She said fear cannot stop her. And she asked this question. What are you stronger than? I think that's a wonderful question. You know, something to ponder. What are you stronger than? This is just a kid, and she has so much wisdom. This morning, I put an article on the self-improvement blog by Noah St. John, and it's worth the reading. He writes in this article about impossible goals. That really got my attention. For a positive thinker, it's hard to think about impossible goals. But I have to agree with him. A couple of his goals Go like this. You know, one of my goals is to make everyone happy. No, 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 no. That doesn't work. Another one is to be perfect and never make a mistake. Um, That doesn't work either. I really suggest you go to the self-improvement blog and read this article. When I was contacted today and, and, and put in connection with Voice America, I had a chance to chat with the engineer, Kevin, And he gave me good news and bad news. He's leaving the show, which means he won't be my engineer anymore, and I'll really miss him. The other is that he's doing a a cross-country tour, doing his own radio show as he goes, and is working for a couple of charities. And I'm going to ask him to tell you about it and tell you what he needs and how you can find him. Kevin? Give them a thumbnail. Uh, well, thank you, Irene. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's fillmytank.org, and I'm raising money for a couple of charities, and I'm going to be driving across country to the Montreal Just for Laughs Festival, since I do comedy, and I do comedy radio as well. It's a, a pretty prestigious event. They accredited me for a, a media pass, and I feel like I should be there and, uh, and, and to kind of work on my own career a little bit and uh, help other people at the same time. 
What are the charities, Kevin? One of them is the station I actually work for, which is a non-commercial radio station. It's KWSS, we're a non-profit radio. And the other one is uh, it's a Veteran for Veterans Association. It's Madison Street Veterans Association is what it's called. And it's for the uh, for soldiers who have uh, already done their duty and who just maybe not getting the, the help and attention they need. You know, The whole idea for Fill My Tank is I was thinking for hunger and helping people to uh, not be hungry anymore. And... Uh, I figure since lately we've been having some really bad press on the VA hospitals out here, and it's something pretty ridiculous that you know our soldiers aren't taken care of after their duty. So I think until our government wakes up and learns how to treat them right, we need to do our part. So I figured I've, I haven't served in the in, in the army or navy or anything like that. My my family has, and uh, it's the least I can do. I congratulate you for, number one, furthering your career and for doing it this way in a way that you can help other people. So, hey, folks, you who listen to this, take a look at Fill My Tank, and if you can help Kevin get across to Montreal, that would be super, and I think he'll probably keep, you will keep us informed along the way. I will totally do that. I will talk about it on this show again. I'll talk about it next week if you let me know. I will keep you up to date for sure, and yes, it's fillmytank.org. Fantastic. Fillmytank.org. Write it down. (laughs) In fact, get yourself a pen and paper because I'm going to be giving you a lot of resources in this show. I don't have a guest today. It's just me. We're going to be talking about, guess what? We're going to be talking about self-improvement. We talked a little bit about Noah St. John's impossible goals, but there are possible goals too. Just be sure they're achievable. And by the way, Noah St. John's going to be on the show September 18th, and I know it's going to be a really great show, so you might want to put that on your calendar. Some people say we don't need self-improvement or improvement, period, that we're perfect the way we are. I wish. My take on that is that even if you were born perfect, by the time you're old enough to make your own decisions and form your own opinions, you've been pretty much brainwashed, you know, brainwashed by your parents, the media, your peers, your teachers, now, people that you come in contact with, they don't mean to brainwash you. They're teaching you. They want you to have the best. They want you to have a good life. So you're told how you should look, how you should feel, what you should do. You're told what you should believe. And basically, you're told how you should be. You know, we've come to equate self-worth with stuff, status, and your job. And that's too bad because it isn't always correct. And it doesn't always get us where we want to be. Let's, let's look at this just briefly. Let me ask you a question. How much stuff does it take to make you happy? Think about it. You, know, you may have a brand new car in your brand new garage. You may have designer clothes. You may have all kinds of stuff. Does it make you happy? Let me ask you another question. Who is more important to you personally? Let's look at some jobs here or some status, both at the same time. 
Who's more important to you personally, the billionaire Warren Buffett or your air conditioner repairman in the middle of the summer or the man who picks up the garbage once or twice a week? Now, I don't know what your answer to that is, but I'd a lot rather see the, the air conditioner repairman in the middle of August than I would Warren Buffett. Now, who's more important to you? Bill Gates or the geek who fixes your computer when it crashes? I'll take the geek. Now, I love the saying that we're human beings and not human doings. Think about that one. Have you ever been called a human doing? Me either. Now, what's your real self-worth and I'll tell you this right now my guest for next week has sort of disappeared I can't find her anywhere she doesn't respond to anything we have everybody searching for her and my guess is that she's not going to do the program and that's fine because if she does not next week we will talk about self-esteem and self-worth a couple of very important topics We are so geared to pleasing everyone around us that we forget that we need to please ourselves. Actually, in a way, the pendulum has swung a little bit too far to an overemphasis on self-love, self-esteem, self-worth. But but it was an essential swing of that pendulum, and it's beginning to come back. It is true that we can't love somebody else if we don't love ourselves you will love another person to the extent that you are able to love yourself and I didn't used to think that was true but more and more I know that it absolutely is when I was a kid and that's a long time ago we were taught that everybody else comes first that we're here to serve others almost entirely That we should be seen and not heard. I always wondered when I'd be old enough to be heard as well as seen. I finally got there. I don't believe in that anymore. I think children have some real wisdom. And in my church, we were taught that we were intrinsically bad or sinful. Um, That's a real hard start in life. No, it's not all bad, but we need to come, as I said before, we need to come into some kind of balance. To me, one of the most important things to remember is that we are each unique. You may have heard the saying, I use it it all the time in my hypnotherapy practice, of the 7 billion plus people on the planet, there's not one other person just like you. And that is so, so true. You need to celebrate your uniqueness Instead of trying to be like everybody else around you, you need to be uniquely you. And that's not easy these days. You need to realize that you're not better than or less than any of those others in the seven plus billion. But you are special. (laughs) You need to realize that you are and you may also need to realize that there are areas in you that need some self-improvement let me tell you self-improvement is not for sissies 
You know, because real lasting self-improvement isn't putting a Band-Aid on. It isn't losing five pounds or getting a new hairdo or a facelift or any of those external things, although some of those things may contribute to your overall well-being. That's okay. But self-improvement, real self-improvement, is getting down to the nitty-gritty where the rubber meets the road kind of stuff. Know your beliefs, your desires, your needs. And it takes a lot of work, particularly inner work. Now, how do you know if you need self-improvement? I'm going to ask you this one question, and then we're going to go to break. And the question is, are you happy? Think about that as we go to break. This is Irene Conlon. We'll be back with some answers in just a minute, so stay tuned. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. We're talking today about self-improvement. And the question I asked you before the break is, are you happy? Now, I don't mean, does nothing ever go wrong? You know, do you get sad sometimes? Do you have bad days? That's being human. But underneath it all, are you happy? And you know what I mean by that? If the answer is yes, I say congratulations, you're one of the not so many. If the answer is no, then ask yourself why. What would it take for you to be happy? If that involves somebody else changing, know that you can't change anybody but yourself. You know, you can encourage them to make a few changes, but you can't make somebody else over. You need to remember that. And what about circumstances? You can change circumstances 
you know, and some of the circumstances we have in our lives can, you know, take away from our happiness. But remember this saying, wherever you go, there you are. So if the happiness is from within, it wouldn't matter where you go. If you go to the most amazingly beautiful, wonderful, inexpensive place on the planet, you're still taking yourself with you and you'll still have the same things to deal with. Um, Self-improvement is a vast arena and you need to formulate goals. Now, if you've changed circumstances and you've tried to make somebody else over and that didn't work, you're a good candidate and there's a lot of areas to look at. What do you want to improve? Why do you want to improve? Do you want to please yourself? Do you want to improve for your own well-being, for your own happiness, your own joy? Or do you want to change to please somebody else? You want to change something in you so you can snag a mate. Um, Maybe that's not a good idea. If it's to please somebody other than yourself, Go back to square one. You're the one you need to please. When you're happy with yourself, it really shows and you won't need to be trying to change anybody else. In fact, if you really want to know, when you start making positive changes in your life and your happiness level begins to go up, it's an amazing thing that other people around you seem to change and the things that bothered you about them before don't seem to bother you anymore. Hmm, isn't that interesting? Now, here are some of the areas for self-improvement, and there's quite a few of them. We'll just kind of breeze through these. You know, most of the places we want to start are with physical self-improvement. You know, do you need to lose weight? Do you need to develop some strength, tone up, get a flatter stomach? You know, do you need more energy? What's going on with you? Now, some people seem to think self-improvement is mainly about physical beauty. You know, and they go for facelifts and wrinkle, wrinkle control stuff and breast implants and all kinds of things to fierce dimension. You know, but self-improvement is much, much more than that. How we look and how we think we look is extremely important. I don't want to belittle it. I don't want to make it sound unimportant because it is. Health and well-being are cornerstones of being happy. So good nutrition and exercise and taking care of yourself and maybe getting a nip and tuck here or there if that makes you feel better about yourself may be a place to start. But physical beauty isn't the only beauty there is. There used to be a TV program on, I think it was only one season. It was called True Beauty, and they gave these people all kinds of tests. Uh, and, And all of them were very handsome, very beautiful people. But sometimes their inner beauty did not shine through. They were put in situations where they could lie or steal or, you know, be nasty to somebody else, belittle somebody else. 
Um, and the ones who didn't do those kind of things are were the ones who earned the prize of true beauty. I understand we have somebody on. Dr. Dean from Oregon has a question to ask. Dean, are you there? I, Irene, this is Dean Schrock. I thought it was you. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good. I was so pleased to see that you were just having this chat today, and I couldn't help but call in. Oh, please, what's your question? Well, it's more a comment in addition to something you said, that when you're being genuine, when you're being yourself, when you're doing what you really want to do, uh, instead of, you know, trying to follow others' ideas and conditioning, that um, you're less aware of things that bother you and otherwise feel good. And, And it's definitely something I found in my life and in my work. You know, I, the, my one book, as you know, is titled Doctor's Orders Go Fishing and why it actually is healthy to take more time to do what you really want to do and really be yourself. And, and a great stress management experience I had that way was that when you're busy doing what you like to do, you're absolutely less aware of the things that bug you. And so it, it's really not a selfish act because you're nicer to live with, you're nicer to work with. Um, if people could only learn and become comfortable with really following their heart and what really feels good. Oh, that's such a wonderful comment. I appreciate that so much. You have another book, too. Tell them what your other book is. Oh, Why Love Heals. It was a follow-up to my first book because um, in my working with cancer patients, I was looking at the will to live and encouraging them to really think about their interests and their needs and their values and to create a better balance in their lives between doing more of what they really want versus running around trying to help everybody else. But in that process, I found that they found it was too selfish. They really couldn't do it. So when my patients were living longer than those just getting conventional treatment, I couldn't comfortably say it was just because of the will to live. And that's when I went on to discover and write a book to try to understand and explain that when people feel loved and cared for, listened to, and so forth, that was really the reason I concluded in my research that they lived longer. And it makes all the difference in the world. And and it goes back to the, if you don't love yourself, you really can't love other people fully. And you see all their faults. When you're loving yourself, you're, you just... You, you don't see them. Right. You, you, you're not looking for other, other people's faults. and you know, they're, they're, they're just invisible to you. Right. Because I call loving yourself really aligning yourself with your eternal self. And when that's true, you don't even see yourself as an other. It's, it's only a matter of love and compassion and caring and harmony and cooperation, not any sense of opposition or... Um, trying to do anything to look better in somebody else's eyes. Absolutely, and we're going to just kind of whiz by that in a minute. Dean, thank you so much for calling in. Oh, we you're need welcome. To get you, we need to get you back on the show one of these days. I'll, I'll send you an email. Okay, actually, there's a great promotion coming up in October, uh, a wonderful film and a book titled The Power of the Heart that I'm part of, so we can talk about that if you like. 
Okay. Well, I don't have anything going until almost December, so send me something about that, and I'll put it on the blog. Okay, good. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. You take care. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Another critical area, and and you you really ought to take a look at um, Dean... Dean's stuff, I'll put his uh, link on the blog. He has some outstanding work, and he's doing some remarkable things. Um, Emotional issues are also at the top of your list, and you need to look at yourself. Now, are you generally feeling sad, depressed, angry, agitated? What's going on with you? Are your thoughts more negative than positive? Now, how full is your positivity glass? Is it half full or half empty? Is it possible for it to be full? Um, Did you know that you can control your emotions and you can decide, make a decision on how you want to feel? Those are some areas to look at. Look at the spiritual part of you. What do you believe about God or no God, about life and death? Does the thought of death terrify you? What do you believe about the spark of life that keeps you breathing and your heart beating? Is there more to you than just a body or a brain? You know, think about, think about that. What do you believe about that? We have the financial arena. Are you satisfied with your finances, with your cash flow, with your savings? Do you love your work? If not, what would you love to do so that you would you could provide for your needs in a way that makes you happy? Hand in hand with financial is professional. Are you at the top of your game professionally? What do you need to learn to get there or stay there? Do you need to change professions altogether? If so, to what? And how do you do it? What do you really want? To do, I'm thinking of our engineer Kevin, who's now setting off to follow his dream. That that just absolutely thrills me. Now we have the intellectual arena. Do you need to pursue higher education, or do you need to develop some intellectual skills, uh, such as speed reading? We talked about that last week, and expanded vocabulary, a depth of knowledge in a specific area. Can you do things that enhance your intellect and give you more mental prowess? What do you need to do? Do you need to improve your memory? what, What goes on with you in the intellectual realm? We have to look at relationships. Are you alone and lonely because you just don't seem to be able to establish and sustain a meaningful relationship? What seems to go wrong? What kind of relationship do you want? Do you even know? Have you thought it through? Have you defined what your, excuse the expression, perfect partner would look like? I don't think there's anything really perfect, but, you know, the partner that you want, what does he or she look like? And when I say look like, I don't mean just physically. What are their characteristics? What do they want to enjoy? What do you want to enjoy with them? What do you want to do together? How much time do you need together? How much time do you need apart? Have you thought of those things? Is that an area you need to work in? The big question is, 
Do you like you? How's your self-esteem? How's your self-confidence? What needs to change for you to like you? These are just some of the areas of self-improvement, and most of us can find something in that list that we need to work on. When we come back from break, we're going to look at the tools that are available to help us do that. This is Irene Collins saying stay tuned. We'll be back with more about self-improvement. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Have you ever noticed that sometimes life just feels easier, especially when judgment of you or anyone else ceases to exist? What if you could function from that space all the time? What if gratitude is the key? Every time you are grateful for someone or something, a new universe opens up. What difference can you create in your life and the world from the energy, space, and consciousness of gratitude? Join us on Access Consciousness Presents Beyond Saying Thank You every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. We've been talking about the areas you can look at for self-improvement and assessment. Uh, And I said we'd talk about tools, and that's exactly where we're headed. You know, where do you start and what tools or helps are available to me? Any real self-improvement, the in-depth kind, starts with self-awareness. You're not going to like me for this, but hey, we got to do it. It starts with answers to the questions, who am I? Why am I here? What do I believe that nobody told me I had to believe? What do I believe because I believe it? What do I want? What do I need? What makes me happy? And what gives me joy? Trust me, these are not easy questions. You know, if you're a regular listener on this show, you know I ask my guests the question every week. Tell us about yourself. Who is Mary Smith? Some can answer it and some cannot. Most cannot. It's a tough question. And the answer changes as we grow and change. I used to say I was a physical being having a spiritual experience. Now I say I'm a spiritual being composed of pure energy, having a physical experience for my own joy. There's more to it than that, but you get the idea. Um, 
that's who I am and more. So how do we become self-aware and what are some of the tools? Well, um, you've heard this from me before too because basically I harp on it all the time. The major tool, the best tool is meditation. We've talked about this before. Meditation comes in many forms and you need to find the kind of meditation or the approach to meditation that works for you. And this also may change as you grow. It does not have to be religious for it to be effective and for you to use it as a tool for self-discovery. Meditation quiets your mind so you can do the work and get the answers from deep inside of yourself. There's a part of yourself that knows It has all the answers specific to you, but you have to get quiet enough and be open enough to hear them. These days, there are so many meditations available to you, especially on the internet. And here's some some examples. Um, There's an Osho meditation. Osho was an Indian mystic guru and spiritual teacher. He died in 1990 left us with some wonderful teachings about meditation and spiritual practice. The Mentors Channel is offering a free 21-day meditation starting July 21st. You can find the announcement of it on the self-improvement blog down at the bottom under new stuff. Um, I signed up to do it because I haven't experienced it before. I don't know what to expect, but I want to see what it is. You know, my idea is if I don't like it, I don't have to go back and do it again. Uh, I can pick and choose, but it's available and it's free. Deepak Chopra has sponsored online meditation for several years, and they're just getting better all the time. He's teamed up with Oprah Winfrey, and they're doing regular 21-day meditations. So get on their mailing list to receive a notice if you want to do that. They're really very good, Uh, and Oprah really adds to it. Uh, Actually, she really adds to it. Um, Google the Chopra Center and, and get on their mailing list, and you'll get notified of their 21-day meditation. By the time you finish three weeks, you know whether that approach to meditation is going to work for you or it isn't. Transcendental meditation is very popular these days, and it's a powerful type of meditation. You need to be instructed in its use in this form. It's a little pricey, but I'm told it's well worth the expense. I've just sent off uh, for information about the course that's being given here in Scottsdale. There's a free introductory session that you can go to to see if you think it's a fit for you. At the end of the month, we're going to have Tom North on the show, who was one of the children in yours, mine, and ours. He was one of the real children, not the actors. And he's going to talk a little bit about uh, transcendental transcendental meditation, which really changed his life. He, He was truly transformed. Now, there's mindfulness meditation. John Kabat-Zinn has a book by that name and some really great videos that you can find on YouTube. He leads you through a meditation. GoToMeeting.com has lists of all kinds of meditation groups that meet in your area, and you might find one that's perfect for you that you can attend. Now, search the Internet or, or go to YouTube 
search YouTube and find something that works for you. You know, trust me, meditation is a critical tool for any serious self-improvement work. You know, if you can't get your mind quiet enough to do meditation, you know, in the beginning, some, some people just simply can't settle down enough to do it, then you might want to try brainwave entrainment. I find it a wonderful tool. Um, of the, There's a lot of brainwave entrainment programs out there. You can Google brainwave entrainment on the Internet. I prefer uh, project meditation. I know what it is. I know it's solid. I know it works. There's a banner on the self-improvement blog that will take you to that. Um, it's very powerful. works with your brain to help slow your thoughts down a little bit so that you can meditate. Another approach I find that's very, very helpful is Marlise Carlin's Simplicity of Silence. She has some new programs coming out, and I was privileged to preview them, and they are awesome. Google Simplicity of Silence. Marlise Marlise is going to be on the show in December. She's going to share with us what her new program is. In the meantime, the work she's already done is really outstanding, and you can't go wrong with it. But what she has coming out in December or January is absolute state-of-the-art and well worthwhile and will certainly help you with your health. health, um, I can't say it. Self-improvement goals. Another at the top of the list tool is journaling, and this goes hand in glove with meditation. You know, writing down your thoughts. In fact, it's great to journal right after your meditation. Sit down and write everything that comes to mind, how you're feeling, what you're thinking, you know, what you want, little glimpses uh, of wisdom that you got in meditation. You know, write down your feelings, your goals, your aspirations on a daily basis. You know, it really sharpens your your awareness, gives you clarity. It, it lets you keep a record of your progress. You know, this is a hard one for me. I love to write, but I really have a tough time putting it in a journal. It's so important that you do this because your mind tends to flit around from here and there. If you write down your thoughts, your wants, your needs, your desires, your loves, your happiness areas, all of these things, then you have a record. Um, And the good thing about it is it's just for you. You don't have to worry about spelling. You don't have to worry about grammar or your penmanship or your punctuation. You know, just write about what you think, feel, want. Now, sometimes you'll be really surprised what you learn about yourself as you look over your journal. There is little in self-improvement that doesn't start with meditation and journaling because it gives you such insight into what you want or need and how to go about dealing with it. You can become so aware of the physical and not physical parts of you that you're sensitive to any change that takes place within you. It always astonishes me when somebody tells me I I sense that I have a problem with whatever it is before it manifests as a symptom or they get such clear, wonderful insight into their own needs and wants just from meditation and journaling alone. 
But there are some other tools. I guess I should say, but wait, there's more. The third tool is self-help and self-improvement literature and videos. There are a lot of really good books and videos. You know, the shelves in the bookstore are full of them. You can search Amazon all day and not come to the end of them. Um, But there's some not-so-good ones, too. This is not, there is not, there is not a one-size-fits-all book that works for everyone. There, in fact, there's no one-size-fits-all for anything, really, when you come down to it. If it doesn't feel right to you, put it down. Take what works for you and leave the rest alone. As you read or study, again, take what works for you and let the rest go. Just because somebody wrote it doesn't mean that it's right for you. Now, you've got to trust your gut on this one. And let me tell you this, just because I'm saying it doesn't make it right for you. Remember what we said in the beginning about how unique you are, how special you are, how different you are? Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Every one of us confronts challenges that rock our world to the core, making us confused and disoriented, not knowing which way is up. On The Mother Rising, host Margaret Jacobson will nourish that spark that enlivens. You will be both empowered and inspired to create the changes leading you on your path to your own true freedom. Discover your worth and what you are capable of. Tune into The Mother Rising every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. We had a quick break there. I had just a little touch of a computer problem. So we will continue with our tools. The fourth tool is coaching. Sometimes we need some people help. 
And there are coaches for almost everything you need. You know, there are personal, financial, career, spiritual, religious, health and wellness, business, life, relationship, and wealth coaches. You know, all of these have credentialing bodies. Uh, in fact, there are more credentialing bodies than you can shake a stick at. If you need a person who can help you, so find somebody in the area that you know you need help. If you can get a personal reference, that's wonderful. If you can't, then check out their credentials. Check out their credentialing body. Now, find out from them, you call them, find out how long they've been coaching, how many clients they've had, uh, how many clients they have now. That's really important. If they don't have any clients now, uh, you want to sit up and take notice. Meet with them before you make a decision to employ them. And remember, they work for you. When you meet with them, listen to your gut. Pay attention. If something about them bothers you, don't sign on. And unless you get a personal reference, I would check out several different coaches. So you have choice. I always believe in choice. And you don't need to take the first bus that comes along on this one. You don't need to take to engage the first coach that you meet with unless there's an instant rapport and you know that this person can give you the kind of help you need. Um, But please, please, please pay attention to your gut. Tool five is monitoring your own thinking. Now, what are your thoughts doing? Have you thought about that? Imagine that you could sit on your shoulder and listen to your thoughts. Are, Are they almost always negative? Are they almost always positive? You know, are, are you a more than half empty type of thinker? Or, or, you know, is your glass, can you say my glass is half full? I said to somebody once not long ago, my glass is all the way full. It's overflowing. And they looked at me like I was some kind of weirdo. Um, I was just in an especially good place that day, I guess. The question is, what do you want to be? Deepak Chopra says something like this. If if you want to know what caused your problems today, try to remember what you were thinking 10 years ago. Not specific thoughts, but thoughts in general. Were they um, all negative or were they all positive? If you want to know what your life will look like 10 years from now, Look at what your thinking patterns are today. Makes sense, doesn't it? Your thoughts are very, very powerful. They create. They create the kind of life you want. So you really need to pay attention to what you're thinking. So become a witness or observer to your thoughts, you may be really, really surprised 
at what you learn. Uh, you can always change your thinking. You know, there are a lot of other tools. A lot of people like affirmations. They're good if you know how to do them and you do them with sincerity and with some kind of emotional power. Um, there, there are a lot of more tools. There are a lot more tools. These are just the ones that I find to be the most helpful. The last tool is gratitude or appreciation. I recommend that you start today, now, or certainly in the morning. Start every day after your meditation and your little journaling. This only takes a few minutes. Uh, List 10 things good about yourself and 10 things that you're grateful for or have appreciation of. If you've been down on yourself for a long time, this is a hard exercise. I used to ask clients when I was doing hypnotherapy to name me three things that was good about them. And I had some people, women especially, who cried because they could not think of anything good about themselves. Make up something if you have to. Uh, it's probably right about you. You know, everybody has a beautiful smile. If you smile, it's beautiful. Find some physical feature that you like or something that you do that you like and then begin to expand on it. If you're spending time in meditation and you're journaling, you're going to find all kinds of wonderful things about you. And just look around. Just look around you. Look around in your living room or your office or your, you know, wherever you spend the most time. Walk outside. Look around. What are you grateful for? Oh, my gosh. There's so many things. Had you ever thought about being grateful for breath? Breath. Where would you be without it? Think about that one. (laughs) Where would you be without your breath? Well, you'd be on the other side, that's for sure. So these are the top tools. Meditation, journaling, literature and videos, monitoring your thoughts and and gratitude or appreciation. My best advice, (laughs) you're going to get it anyway, (laughs) relax. And have fun with it. Life is about joy. Real self-improvement is about finding the happiness and the real joy that's already inside of you. That's what it's about. And you will find it if you sincerely and diligently seek Don't take yourself too seriously. G.K. Chesterton said, angels fly because they take themselves lightly. You can begin to soar if you take yourself lightly. So it's okay to mess up. Sometimes we learn more from our screw-ups than we do from our successes. It's okay. Don't be down on yourself. 
And the last thing is that self-improvement and manifesting go hand in hand. If you're interested in manifesting, I recommend that you look at the material by Abraham Hicks. Manifesting involves managing your energy and raising your energetic vibratory rate to create the life you want. That's self-improvement at its best. When you realize that your energy, that you're not just a solid mass of amorphous material, that, you know, yeah, you might be overweight, but that's not who you are. Uh, you might have features that you don't like, but that's not who you are. You may have come from a poor background and still be struggling, but that's still not where you are, who you are. You may live on the wrong side of town. That's not who you are. You can begin to change your life so that you can have the happiness that you've always wanted. You can have the life that you've always desired. It's not easy. You can't just sit down on Thursday evening and begin to meditate and think that if you do this every day until Monday, your life will change. And in fact, you may not notice change for a while, but gradually, very gradually, your life will change. You'll be happier The road rage will be gone. The pickiness will be gone. You'll find that you don't like to gossip anymore. You'll find that you sleep better. You'll find that somehow things seem to start working out for you. You're beginning to feel better, do better. You're beginning to have more friends. Your relationships are seeming to work. Isn't that a gas? Think about it. Is it worth it to you to put in a little time every day to gain the kind of life you've always wanted, that self-improvement at its best? This has been fun today. I've really enjoyed it. And I'll tell you this, if my guest next week isn't found, we'll do the same thing, same thing again and we'll look at self-esteem, self-worth, self-appreciation, self-assessment in much more depth. This is Irene Conlon saying two things. Goodbye to Kevin and thank you for all the wonderful help. And thank you, my listeners, for being on the Self-Improvement Show today or whenever you're listening. And come back again next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for The Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 